is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one Bill Simonson what's up Michigan it is time to begin another statewide journey together on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in this state Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Huge broadcast ahead. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will check in. Michigan making headlines and has nothing to do with Harbaugh. It does with a member of his staff. This is a crazy story that broke uh, right after the show last night. And Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com and Anthony Broom, who wrote the update late last night, will check in. I, I had the double take. Or do a double take on, whoa, 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 computer crimes with the Michigan football assistant? Uh, this is a story uh, in the updated version from Anthony Broom at TheWolverine.com. Michigan football co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Matt Weiss is currently on leave from the program while campus police investigate, quote, a report of computer access crimes. That took place at Schembechler Hall from December 21st to December 23rd. Weiss, who has not been with the team or on the recruiting trail recently while being put on paid administrative leave, had a police presence at his Ann Arbor home last week, believed to be related to the university investigation per the ESPN report. I am aware of the ongoing investigation by the University of Michigan Police Department and fully cooperating with investigators. I look forward to the matter being resolved out of respect for the integrity of the investigation. I will not have any further comment, Weiss said in a statement to ESPN. So there's a law in the state of Michigan that says fraudulent access to computers, computer systems, and computer networks is a crime. Despite the alleged crimes taking place prior to the trip to the Fiesta Bowl, U of M's campus crime log shows a report made on January 5th from Schembechler Hall. An employee reported fraudulent activity involving someone accessing university email accounts without authorization. The log reads, quote, upon further investigation, it was found that a crime may have been committed. Now, Anthony writes in his story at TheWolverine.com, this seems to suggest that someone who works in Schembechler Hall reported that another person was accessing other email accounts without their permission. No other information is available, and Weiss 
has not been cited in the log or the police statement released to ESPN. Michigan law prohibits email access without consent. Accessing any account that is password protected without someone's consent can be considered criminal per Michigan legislative law. A person shall not intentionally and without authorization or by exceeding valid authorization do any of the following. Access or cause access to be made to a computer program, computer, computer system, or computer network to acquire, alter, damage, delete, or destroy property or otherwise use the service of a computer program, computer, computer system, or computer network. So that's just part of the law. You know, that there, somebody reported him, and it's connected to Weiss, who, and then he has his home rated, which I assume they're looking probably for computer forensic. I mean, I, I like NCIS, Ann Arbor. That's crazy, isn't it? And then my, my comment, because you are innocent until proven guilty, which, by the way, in the Twitter, Facebook, social network generation, you are innocent until proven guilty. It's, uh, uh, you know... It's something that maybe you might want to live by, and I'm not defending him. But if they're raiding your home, if you have the story at ESPN and also Anthony Broom checking campus crime logs, your your first question would be, why was he doing it? Now, I will say in the rampant speculation world I live in, before I read Anthony's updated version of the story that broke, I'm like, were they accessing TCU's computer, right? Again, that was a speculation. But then I stepped back and I just did a simple comment on this because, you know, you are innocent until proven guilty. That the headlines... It was the last thing Harbaugh needed right now. All this nonstop daily Harbaugh talk. Come and go and leave and stay in. But when I look at this story, if it is January 5th with the filing, and I'll, again, I, I do not know anything. Do you think President Santa Ono would welcome Harbaugh back if there was anything nefarious that was still lingering? I know we had Burgergate, right? Do you think he would do that, that he isn't aware of all this? That, that's Again, that's all you can do is speculate. So my initial thing was, oh, my God, they're breaking into TCU's computer because if they did, it sure in the hell didn't work in the first half. But then Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com had the updated story, and I'm like, okay, you use the university computer was it your own laptop? We don't know. It's all speculation. It's just, it's another bad national headline. It was a slow sports day yesterday. The wings still stink, and they lost in a shootout to lowly Arizona. You didn't need that off the day before of the celebration of Hardball returning with awaiting the final results of the Stupid burger investigation, but it is an NCAA level one investigation. Now you got coaches' homes having a police presence, crime logs, 
connected to an assistant coach who works under Harbaugh? It was just all I said without, and I'm not convicting Weiss. I said it was the last thing Michigan and Harbaugh needed right now. It was. Yeah, by itself, can I say this? If you bought a burger and somebody got a password for somebody's email, it's not the first time that's happened in the world. We've all played the password game. (laughs) You're like, okay, Brad Hayes, Superfly1. I'm telling you, I, I told you the story when Harbaugh wanted me to do his voicemail, meeting him for the first time. He didn't know his damn four-number passcode to his phone. So I don't. I think we could throw Harbaugh off the computer crimes list. He's doing 444. No? 0404-1444. We've all been there. I just changed my passcode two days ago. I don't know it. I can't get into my bank account. Uh, what are we going to do? Oh, Everybody goes, he's going to use his birthday. Okay, really? Uh, 9-19-1961, welcome to Huge Security for Computers. We can help protect yours. What do you do? Just put your entire birth date in there. Hold on, I know some of you are going to go running to emails. But it's a crime, okay? Like Harbaugh, I swear, when he had the Michigan recruiting phone and he wanted me to, and I ended up doing the voicemail, like, hello, you've reached Coach Harbaugh in the epicenter of college football. He currently is out recruiting with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Leave your message and Coach Harbaugh will be back in touch with you shortly. Go Blue. Oh, and I can see the Michigan State fan right now off of what we said yesterday. Yeah, you're not a homer. You're doing his voicemail. Yeah, you're objective. <laughs> hey, I got Tom Izzo on the show later. Yeah, I did Harbaugh's voicemail. It was an honor. Yeah, I hosted signing with the Stars twice. And one time, only one time I was hung over. I remember when I hosted the first one and Harbaugh and I'm backstage and I go live from whatever auditorium it was and and the the crew, they had the ESPY crew that worked at is filming this. It's really big time, right? And I'm doing it with no cards, anything. They're like, and the, the stage managers are going, okay, Bill, 15 seconds. And Harbaugh looks at me, pats me on the butt and says, you ready? And I'm like, did he just assault me? My ass is a no-touch zone. (laughs) It wasn't like I'm getting ready to go out and quarterback the first series. I'm like, last person that patted me on the ass was the doctor that delivered me at Butterworth Hospital on September 19th, speaking of birthdays, 1961. Take your eyes off the prize. Uh gosh, uh, Harbaugh in Michigan football, I go to Tim Stout nine days ago from the game 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Harbaugh is the gift that keeps giving for conversation. And I know some of you are saying, oh, my God, he's starting the show talking about Harbaugh in Michigan again. It's a national story because now people want to know what email or email accounts was he breaking into. 
Oh, I bet Harbaugh set them up to get into Ward Manuel's email account on what they're saying about the contract. Or what if Matt Weiss was a double spy and got into Harbaugh's account and he's working for Ward Manuel and Santa Ono just two days before Christmas on December 23rd when Santa's getting ready to deliver presents, he finds out that there are computer crimes against humanity. Tonight on NCIS Ann Arbor. What's your name, Coach Weiss? Can I have your laptop? (laughs) He's innocent until proven guilty. But I am curious, like all of you, if there were attempts or if there was, because this will be, you know, Freedom of Information Act. It won't be released immediately. What was it? Was it personal? Was it connected to football? Was it connected to school? Was it connected to Hari? Again, that's what people are wondering. Where, where's the chain here, right? Was it someone he just knew? Was it personal, right? Could have been like a girlfriend, a wife, a somebody wants he wants to know some a player's information, right? That a player has a school email. I don't know, but you are innocent until proven guilty. So Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will give us, uh, give us an update here in about 10 minutes. Also, Anthony Broom, who wrote that updated story late last night, will check in from TheWolverine.com. I mentioned Tom Izzo on his basketball team that he deems consistently inconsistent. We'll talk to Coach Izzo, Jim Comperoni, SmartMeg.com, the MSU Insider will check in. And then our final hour is going to be special. Jake Radlinski, he is a football player, track star, basketball player, Grand Rapids West Catholic High School. I've told you the story numerous times on air. Last May, he fought or he fought through being sick, thought he was sick, you know, was running track, went to the doctor, they found a mass in his chest. He had Delicate surgery, diagnosed with lymphoma, cancer, battled through it, chemo, still wanted to play football, ended up being the holder, played the entire season, blew out his knee in the summer, put a brace on, played the entire year as holder. West Catholic went on to win the, I think, division, was it division six title? I think it was. Landon Groves and the Falcons powerhouse program, but this is beyond a game. He rang the bell, uh, I think it was just before the playoffs, rang the bell at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. He was cancer-free. He's going to join us in studio. I've been uh, connected to Jake for the last eight months. I knew his father, Paul, his uncle Mark, uh, played football, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, and Saginaw Valley State, one of the better high school quarterbacks uh, you'll ever see. And this is just a story of kicking ass. That's it, man. Kicking cancer's ass, pushing your limits, showing people what's important and the will to live. And that's for his family and for his friends, for his teammates, uh, for the West Catholic community, and for all of us who can hear this. And he'll be in studio with me for... 
we're going to do 30, 35 minutes. And then when I think his uh, father, Paul, uh, is going to join us. And then when Jake's done, Carol and Dave Van Andel, they were scheduled about a month ago from Van Andel Institute. Uh, the Van Andel family gives back as much as any family in America when it comes to trying to help others. And the Van Andel Institute is world-renowned, and they're looking for a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. So we're going to get an update from Dave and Carol. And ironically, it kind of fit the scheduling for Jake and Paul Radlinski and Dave and Carol that we're going to start talking about somebody who beat cancer, a high school senior, and the inspiration he was to all of us, especially his West Catholic football team. And then Dave and Carol Van Andel and the Van Andel family their legacy is trying to help find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. So that will be one huge hour to wrap up this show at the end. And I can't wait to talk to Jake in person. Because I haven't seen him in person except for two football games. But we've had an incredible connection, just direct messages. You know, kids... It used to be, you know, you pick up the phone, you call your mom or dad. Now you you, you connect everybody, your kids through text, through like, you know, I, I don't do Snapchat because I can't figure out it when I'm sending the photos. I just can't do that. I don't. And next thing I know, I'm going to like, be, one time I was trying to, like I'm in the John and all of a sudden it's snapping. I'm, oh my God, am I sending pictures on Snapchat? Uh, I'm in the John. Oh, what's your name? Pete Perv. At Pete Perv. So we will celebrate life uh, with Paul and Jake Radlinski at the end and also celebrate a mission to save lives at Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. I mean, they're touching all corners of the world with research, scientists, support personnel. So Dave and Carol Van Andel will be in studio. Uh, If you want to join us, our Bud Light uh, huge question of the day and I thought about Jake Radlinski, and I said, who, who has inspired you over the last year? Because the Jake story really got serious last May. Who, who has inspired you in sports on a personal level, uh, statewide, nationally, worldwide? Who has inspired you? Not just, not just to play a sport, but what they've done in sports, how they've done it that has inspired you personally. And that's our Bud Light huge question of the day. You can answer that one, 866-838-4843. That's one, 866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. Check the schedule. Just search Grand Rapids Gold, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you need tickets, Ticketmaster.com. You also can see the schedule there in the Van Andel Arena box office. Yeah, so let me know. Somebody who's inspired you in the world of sports. Could be inside your family, your neighborhood, your school. Could be another high school, college, pro player. Something that, that really has touched your heart. And inspired you over the last year like Jake Radlinski has uh, with me and many others. Uh, when 866-838-4843, that's when 866-838-HUGE. 
from Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. Get more for your money when you shop Meyer. This week, find great deals like select apple varieties, just $1.49 per pound. Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And buy one, get one 50% off family size Oreo or Chips Ahoy cookies. And make packing lunches and snacks easier and get $1.50 off Ziploc food storage bags. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, He's a happy sports fan. He comes in. He says, man, what about Ben Johnson staying? I said, great news. Players are wanting to take pay cuts to stay. Ben Johnson is staying. There's unfinished business. Lewis Riddick from ESPN's NFL coverage said the Lions, with Ben Johnson coming back, the Lions are set to make a run for the trophy. And that's not the NFC North trophy. That's the Lombardi Trophy in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The way it ended on a Sunday night national TV platform, the national love the Lions are getting. Because you ask yourself, and I'll say this from a player or a coach, 
And we've talked about it in my 20-plus years doing the huge show across Michigan. If and when the Lions win a Super Bowl, those players will be gods for life. The coaches, the front office, Sheila Hamp. that, That parade down Woodward will have millions. Those players, who's ever a part of that team, that is a lifetime pass in the state of Michigan. Lifetime. It is the one thing missing from all sports fans in this state, and especially the Lions Nation. And if you think about it, man, the 10-point lead of Minnesota, the Seattle game at home, they were close to 11 wins this year. 11. They were close to 11. Are they a 13-4 and four type team? I, If there's not injuries and they hit with the right picks at 6-18, and 18, which should be a corner and edge rusher, either way, at 6 or 18, and they grab a veteran quarterback to be a backup because you're a play away from not having golf, and then a full season of Jamison Williams and his Speed. Mm. What they're going to add through free agency or re-signing current players. Yeah, ben Johnson sees it. He's inside the circle at Allen Park. And Lewis Riddick said that the Lions are prepared to make a run for the trophy. Yeah, think about the Miami game they let it have. I mean, you start doing the math on getting to be 12-5, and five, which I, I, I think that's a number... I know the Vikings were what thirteen and four this year. I twelve and five probably wins you the NFC North. They were close. It's surreal to talk about this. And when the national pundits have jumped on the Lions bandwagon, it's not just because of Barrier Calvin or even the gunslinging arm of Matt Stafford. This is about the team. This is about the team. Lewis Reddick, man, I the Lions are ready to make a run for the trophy. Except for Barry. Because even when the Lions were in the playoffs with Calvin and Sue and Stafford against Cowboys, nobody was thinking Super Bowl. Nobody was thinking Super Bowl. But to hear the outsiders now say the word trophy when it comes to the Lions... You might say it's jumping the gun, but it would be the third year, which everybody talks about with, you know, front office, coaching staff. Mm. Lewis Riddick. Lions going to the playoffs in 23 and going to be a real contender for the trophy when they do. The trophy. Not NFC North trophy. Not a, not a banner that says playoffs. 2023 slash it would be January 2024, but play for the trophy, the Lombardi. Damn. And Ben Johnson's staying. Chris Ballas also made an announcement that he is staying and he's not leaving for Carolina to work at Panthers Live 247.com. So Ben Johnson stays. Chris Ballas stays at the Wolverine.com. Big news day. How you doing, Chris? Hey, buddy. Doing great. Man, I'm glad you're staying. That's good. <laughs> 
I got it. Sometimes you wonder, man. It seems this is supposed to be a downtime, right? Oh, hold on. You, you got it. Hold on. Back? He's got his ballast voice. He was just on the show yesterday saying, hey, I'm looking forward to a little peace and quiet with the Harbaugh right. deal. We're just waiting, uh, you know, final details. And then last night I get your tweet about Weiss and the computer crimes. And then Anthony Broom does a great follow-up story last uh-huh. night at the Wolverine.com. And I, all I said, because, again, I'm not inside Schembechler Hall, I said this was the last thing Harbaugh and Michigan football needed was another bad national headline. Yeah, it's the truth, you know, and uh, and it'll be a bad headline until something else comes up, right? But as of right now, you know, it's still there on ESPN, and it's unfortunate. Uh, so I don't think it's going to end well if the allegations are true and uh, for Matt Weiss at Michigan. So um, it's just one of those things that uh, you're tired of dealing with it, right? It's like you, you expect that, okay, now we're going to – Jim Harbaugh's coming back. Everything's good. We're going to go and recruit and everything. Everybody's on board. Sounds like Sharon Moore – Michigan's offensive coordinator and offensive line coach is staying and everybody's staying, and then you get hit with this. So disappointing. Uh, it's not anything that really has to do with the program. It, I think it really has more to do with everything that we've heard. It has everything to do with Matt Weiss and something that he did allegedly did wrong. So that's something that he's going to have to probably pay consequences for if it's accurate. So, uh, again, unfortunate. But you know what? Um, it's not like Jim Harbaugh took a risk in – hiring him you know he worked for his brother for 11 years that came with great reviews and sometimes people make mistakes and of course still as of now these are allegations and um you know we'll have to see what comes of it but uh like you said man unfortunate to be in the news for all the wrong reasons all the time yeah you are innocent until proven guilty i said that in my opening huge opinion which is lost uh in every uh, location in america twitter facebook media innocent until proven guilty the question is you know, I think you just answered a little bit. You're hearing it was more personal. Uh, yes. If Weiss, if if he did break any rules, we don't know uh, the exact actual path here. But you're saying it's personal, had nothing to do with Harbaugh or Michigan football. Correct. Yep. And uh, and again, you know, it's still a black, a black eye for the program. You know, if one of your employees does something wrong, then then obviously everybody's looking at you, right? And the guy that hired you, but. Uh, that's the way we understand it from uh, impeccable sources. So, you know, we'll let the, the rest of it come out and we'll see what happens and what, what Michigan does in dealing with it. But the people that we've talked to say it's going to be tough. If the allegations are true, it's probably going to be tough for him to keep his job. So hopefully uh, hopefully they're not. Uh, he's a good guy to, to talk to and, uh, and you know, it's been big for the program. But, uh, again, yeah, there are things, there are rules in place for a reason and there are consequences and, and for a reason. Well, I said it uh, earlier, Chris, in uh, the opening segment that if this was something connected to Harbaugh or Michigan football, I don't think President Santa Ono is going out there with tweets saying, hey, I'm looking forward to Harbaugh in the future. So, But you get Twitter, you get Facebook, you get message boards how uh, people all start saying, oh, he's a spy for Harbaugh. My God. I mean, no, just stop it. Nothing. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, like right? That. It drives me I, nuts. I, I, absolutely. It drives me nuts, too. And that's why I avoid Twitter for the most part. But we had a lot of speculation on our message board, too. And that's why, you know, you talk to some people and, you know, people assume the worst, obviously. And so that's where you start. You say, okay, uh, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. Uh, and, and no, it's not good. The allegations aren't good. At the same time, it's none of that. And you're going to have, oh, yeah, he was, you know, stealing TCU's playbook or they were, you know, 
tapping into uh, opponents' computers and blah 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 blah. And it's just like you know what? Just wait until it comes out, and uh, and you know then you can then you can form your opinions on it. So, but it's nothing like that. And uh, and again, uh, like I said, it's it's still unfortunate because it is uh, you know it's the Michigan football program, and and he's been there for a few years now, and. And he's a representative of that. So uh, we had heard just even a week ago, you know, or two weeks ago, that he was looking, maybe not looking around, but was talking about how he wanted more responsibility in the offense and things like that. And uh, certainly at this point, I would bet against him getting that or or, uh, maybe even returning to Michigan next year. Yeah, I said uh, if you want uh, evidence for uh, anybody investigating, just give them the first half of the TCU game, and they'll know nobody <laughs> nobody from Michigan had TCU's playbook. Right? right. Yeah. I gotta it's, laugh because uh, I'm 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 really yeah. I'm, I'm tired of not. It's a story, okay? And, yep. uh, but you're Harbaugh in Michigan. You you guys just gotta make your headlines about football. I know we're in a different world today, Chris, and I even hear it in your voice where it's just yep. like. Can't we just talk about a recruiter, look to the next signing day, or yeah. look ahead to who's coming back, who's not? You just mentioned more uh, returning, yep. had the best offensive line in America the last two years. Again, they didn't show up in the first half, if not the game, uh, against uh, TCU. But that's that's a football conversation. But we're having all these conversations, right. burgers and level yeah. one. And, uh, and again, if Weiss, whatever he did or didn't do, allegedly – I mean, it, yep. it's it's just not a good look for Michigan and Harbaugh. No, it's not. not. No, no. For example, today Jim Harbaugh was out visiting Dylan Rayola, Donovan Rayola's son, and you know one of the top quarterbacks in the country. You know, we're not talking about that because we're talking about Matt Weiss. You know, a couple of years ago it was a safeties coach. Bob Shoup, who uh, didn't get the coach here for something that happened off the field, and you know these are but these are things that you know what you, you overcome them by winning, and you know we we had a great summer and fall talking about Michigan football and everything that was good about it, right? It just seems like the off season, it's just uh, it just been hasn't been drama free for a long time, and uh, and that's unfortunate because uh, you know a it makes our jobs harder, and b you know what it, it's not a good look. So, but it's nothing that. Uh, that they won't be able to overcome, and if they do have to hire somebody else, you know what? Here you are with a stable of talent, one of the more talented teams that Jim Harbaugh has had here. Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> comes in as OC. <laughs> I don't see that happening, but um, but hey, you know what? Uh, they'll have an opportunity. I'm sure they'll hire somebody good. He had a he's had a great staff here, uh, and you know people all keep saying that. You know, Jim Harbaugh is as good as the people around him. He's got great people around him right now. I'm sure if they have to make another hire, there are going to be a lot of people who are willing to jump on board given where the program is at this point. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan football, including Doug Skeen, his co-host the Michigan football podcast you can hear at the Wolverine.com. And Skeen yesterday said uh, the best part about this entire football journey from last spring uh, through the loss against TCU was the fact that Skeen owned Chris Ballas in our matches at the f- <laughs> fall and spring and summer football summits at Tellingmore. Wow. I won my share that, uh, the last time we played, man. He could say whatever he wants. Yeah, but, he called uh, you out, yep. man. He was like, Yeah, I can't wait. No, neither I can I. I can't wait for the spring. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the calendar. Either, yeah, we're going to plan this soon with our friends uh, from the Tellingmore yep. Golf Resort. And also we'll tell you about how you could win a room and join me for a huge Super Bowl bash at Tullymore 
uh, for the big game in February. So that will be coming up here. Chris Ballas, thank you so much. We'll get an update from Anthony Broom, who wrote uh, the updated uh, story late last night uh, with more information in regards to Weiss and the alleged computer crimes. Thank you, Chris. You bet. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. Check it in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the NFL playoff action continues this weekend on the road to Super Bowl 57. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a huge offer for all of my listeners. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Just bet 5 bucks on any NFL game this weekend. You'll get 200 in free bets instantly if you use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Again, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL game this weekend and get $200 in free bets instantly after you use code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as three bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms they say consistency is the key to success they weren't wrong so how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth consistently refreshing and consistently light you might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable Michelob Ultra the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories it's only worth it if you enjoy it Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle and having a winter blast with up to $25,000. Every Saturday in January from 7 to 10 p.m., you can win $1,500 in premium play. Then, at 11 p.m. each week, one lucky player takes home $25,000 cash. That's $160,000 all month long. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He's checking in. Tell me what's happening at Soaring Eagle. Man. 
Man, so much going on as we talk about it each and every week. Piggy Riches, Fridays in January from 7 to 11 p.m. Hourly drawings. All you have to do is be our Access Club uh, member uh, for a chance to win the grand prize of $10,000 cash, which is really cool. You get to win your share of $22,000 in cash and prizes uh, throughout. But I'll tell you what, $10,000 cash would go a long ways for a lot of people. So come out Fridays in January. And then, of course, we always throw in more in there. Saturdays. $160,000 winter blast. How cool is that? 7 to 10 p.m. Saturdays in January when you share about $160,000. That's also cash and premium play. Winners increase each hourly drawing from 7 to 10. $1,500 in premium play. Then at 11, one lucky guest is going to win $25,000 in cash. That's a whole lot of money. We thought 10 was. Saturday nights are big here at Soaring Eagles, so make sure you come out and be part of those. And, of course, we talk about this every week, our shows. Everybody wants to know what's going on. First of all, you get $20 in premium play simply by visiting our Soaring Eagle box office office and purchasing two tickets to uh, two or more of our shows and uh, you'll receive $20 in premium play the day of the show. Here's what we got. Let's run it down. Chris Young, February 4th, 8 p.m. Come check him out. Great country music right there. And then we're going to keep it going with some more country music with John Michael Montgomery and Rodney Atkins, everybody. So make sure you come check that out. That's February 25th. A lot of sold-out shows this month, too, so uh, you want to act fast if you want to be part of any of these great events. Vodka and Pasta, March 11th. Cool in the Gang, March 18th. REO Speedwagon, March 25th, sold out once again. you got to act fast if you want to be part of this. I think the Cool in the Gang is going to be a great, great show. I'm looking forward to that one. And then Chicago, May 5th. Chicago, another big act, May 5th. And then we also announced one of our outdoor shows, Thursday, August 3rd, Kane Brown. Drunk or Dreamin' Tour. That would be uh, my tour if I had a tour. Uh, special guest, Chris Lane and Restless Road. I don't know about you, Bill, but that's uh, it's a great name for a tour. It's my I'm autobiography, for, uh, actually. I'm stealing it from Kane Brown and you. <laughs> I think it's a great uh, great way to that. I think it speaks to summer, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun here at Soren Eagle, and uh, as it is every day. And we're just excited to be uh be a part of Kane Brown's tour and all these other great tours we just talked about. Uh, but I think the promotions are uh, not to be overlooked here at Soaring Eagle as we crush it all the time. Our payout parties are Wednesdays, uh, January 18th, which is today. So if you want a jackpot, you want to come in and check that out. And then remember, every Monday, table games, hot seat drawing. So come be part of that from 3 to 11 here at Soaring Eagle. And, uh, Bill, we'll leave the rest to you. Tell them all about all the other options they have available. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, just filled you in on the promotions, giveaways, the shows. If you want to get tickets, book a hotel room, a weekend getaway, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. That's SoaringEagleCasino.com. Also, download the Eagle Access app. And don't forget about their sister property. If you're listening on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, the Saginaw Eagles Landing uh, Casino and Hotel. But the easiest way... Uh, if you want to just connect with Soaring Eagle, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com, download that Eagle Access app, and also follow Soaring Eagle on Twitter and Facebook. Timmy, uh, we'll talk next week. Appreciate it, my friend. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, checking in from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. <laughs> Final segment on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Uh, Wednesday broadcast says now it's MHSAA. See the holiday. It does it all the time. We had the holiday on Monday. See, and Tim was just, you know, he couldn't do it yesterday because he was busy. 
which Tuesdays for Soaring Eagle, Wednesdays for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. I do that every holiday short week. Speaking of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, a week from today, Mark Guell, Executive Director, will be in studio. We'll talk winter sports, spring sports, new sports coming to Michigan high schools, what could be added. Ewell in studio one week from today on the huge show across Michigan. That'll be pretty cool. By the way, if you want to watch live and on-demand boys and girls high school sports, MHSAA.TV. All high schools all throughout Michigan, MHSAA.TV, live and on demand on your schedule. Also follow the Michigan High School Athletic Association at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook, and also online at MHSAA.com. If you miss any podcast, any interview, any huge opinion, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on the only show where the people come first. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Who in sports has inspired you over the last year? Any level, anywhere. Let me know when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE had HUGE show on Twitter, the HUGE show on Facebook. Mark Hugh, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us in studio next Wednesday. Talk about winter sports, spring sports at Michigan high schools. What sports could be added to your local high school, both boys and girls? Yule in studio. First name Mark, one week from today. Let's go get an update on Michigan State football and basketball. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by in the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, Comp? Bill, doing great. Thanks for having me on. You know, uh, I recorded an interview with Izzo just before the show because they're practicing right now, and mm-hmm. uh, he used the term, and we'll have that interview before the end of this hour, he used the term to describe this year's team as consistently inconsistent, but he's very happy with where his team is at. He, you know, the last eight minutes against Illinois, the first uh, half against Purdue, at least the start, that they're a couple wins away from being a top 25 team. And, and they're still in the, the Big Ten title hunt, but, you know, without Malik Hall, totally healthy. Uh, he, I, I sense, even though he gets a little ornery, he he likes his team. Yeah, he's certainly happy with the way they played for most of that Purdue game. But then you come away with a loss; you don't get any credit for it. So the twelve and six, four and three, and they play a, a, an excellent Rutgers team coming up this weekend. You know, the two highest ranked teams in the Big Ten are Purdue and Rutgers. There's only two Big Ten teams in the top twenty-five right now. Rutgers is good and they're rested. So you know, Purdue came in number three in the country, as you know, and Michigan State went toe to toe with them. It was a thrilling game. But no partial credit. It's a loss. So 
inconsistent. I mean, the effort has been strongly consistent. Now you take Malik Hall out. I mean, this this team was looking good up by ten points against Illinois. Uh, Malik got Hall. Malik Hall became hurt somewhere along the line. Uh, I think it was close to even when he went out. But it's just you know it's basically a team that's got a nine man rotation. You take Hall out, who's the one guy that can play the three and the four, their most versatile player, and it really had a big impact on uh, on their team here uh, in the short term. And it changes a lot, and they're scrambling to try to recover that right now. But um, tough times, I'd say, for Michigan State. Now, good team, uh, um, entertaining team, but uh, in danger of having a three game losing streak here right now. I like them to make the tournament. I really do. I think they have depth, and if they get Malik Hall back healthy, they're a team that could do some damage. So they've improved. I'll take it. They played a heck of a schedule. If you look at the start and you look at the second wave of the Big Ten after the first of the year, and there's still a lot in front of them. The Big Ten, like I talked about with Izzo, is just so loaded top to bottom. So we'll see how it plays out. Mel Tucker, Michigan State football. Uh, they're making some recruiting checklist. I was looking at the on3.com uh, tweet uh, that you sent out. I retweeted it from SpartanMeg.com. Uh, so now the question is, can Mel Tucker take this talent and win the Big Ten East and get past Ohio State and Michigan short term? Yeah, I don't think they're in position to do that. They're um, at least a year away from doing that. As you know, Ohio State and Michigan were two of the top four teams in the country, and Michigan State is not close to being a top four team in the country right now. And uh, we'll be talking about this throughout the spring and summer, but you know, Michigan State this past season is the only team in the country that played four top eight teams. They're the only team that played four top ten teams. And guess what? Those four teams are on the schedule again, and those four teams are going to be preseason top ten. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Washington. So you can be a good team. You can be a top 15 team and still have four automatic losses unless you pull an upset against one of those. And they've, they've got a ways to go before they can, they can do that. They competed with Michigan for three quarters. They competed with Penn State for three quarters last year. Um, did a pretty good job on the recruiting trail last year. But, uh, you know, offensive line will be better. Quarterback still to be determined. Peyton Thorne's coming back, but he's going to have to compete to hold on to that job. I, I think the program is, uh, you know, a solid six and six, seven and five t- program when they're healthy, but that's not enough to uh, compete for the Big Ten East right now. He is getting the four stars coming in. I, I looked at the top 10 QBs in the final on three, 300, and there's Michigan State amongst the big boys with Tennessee, Texas, and Arch Manning and Jackson Arnold, OU, Dante Moore out of Detroit to UCLA, Malachi Nelson to uh, USC. I mean, it's a pretty salty uh, group of schools, Oregon, Ohio State, and there's Michigan State as uh, number seven in terms of ranked quarterbacks, 2023 recruiting. Yeah, Sam Levitt, pretty good one coming in out of Oregon. And then the year before, Michigan State got another four-star out of California. Uh, Kaden Hauser. So Michigan State went out to the West Coast to get a pair of good quarterbacks, which can help the competition in the future. I think there's a chance that Noah Kim is still the second-best quarterback on the roster, maybe the best chance to unseat Peyton Thorne next year. But Michigan State, you know, they brought in you know nine four-star recruits this year, which is the third most in the Big Ten. You know, Ohio State and Penn State had more. If you're looking at the on three consensus, that's one more four-star than Michigan brought in. You know, Michigan State's class number 22 in the country. Just my opinion, 15 signees out of high school, I don't know. I, I kind of think they might have been better off getting 18 or 19 high school kids and maybe fewer out of the portal. But, it, you know, in, in this day and age of uh, roster 
assembly. I'm not sure what's right and wrong. Maybe I'm still, uh, you know, still looking to the past a little bit too much on how teams are assembled. 15 high school recruits. They're all pretty good ones. If you look at the film, Bill, you would see. Well, I can see why Michigan State liked this kid, this kid, this kid. They went out and got 15 good ones. Is that enough? Uh, you know, foundationally to to move things forward. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. It's it, it's different in the portal these this, these days, as you know, and different teams are taking different approaches. But there's no question, Michigan State brought in nine good four-star uh, candidates as part of a 15-man class, some of whom will have an impact this year in 2023. Jim Cabroni, SpartanMeg.com, part of the On3.com team. They now joined uh, that elite uh, inside college online service. Uh, you can follow everything Michigan State Athletics 24-7 at SpartanMeg.com. Comp, appreciate the update. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thursday against Rutgers is going to be tough. Rutgers is good. They're athletic. They're experienced. Rutgers has played one game in seven days. Michigan State's played three games in seven days. This will be Rutgers' second game in 10 days. This will be Michigan State's fourth game in 10 days. That schedule imbalance drives Izzo nuts, but there's not much you can do about it. Yeah, he'll, he talks about that coming up in our <laughs> next segment. Tom Izzo, head right. basketball coach at Michigan State. Great lead-in comp. It's like I said, he talk about Izzo, and then he yeah. will join us uh, next in a conversation I recorded uh, before we started today's show. Comp, uh, take care. My best to you and your family. You too. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. The MSU Insider checking in on the Meyer guest side of Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. I was telling a couple of my Michigan State friends last night that Mel Tucker, uh, this is the double whammy on not having a good year. And whether it's negative headlines with Weiss and, and what's going on with the alleged computer crimes, but Michigan 25-3. and three. I, I mentioned this number yesterday. And State's had a good two-year run if you combine their Peach Bowl year, but Mel Tucker needs to find a way like Izzo does. He does interviews. He's on in Detroit. He's on the huge show. He's on with Stout and Lansing. He's on local TV, statewide, wherever it is, national. Mel Tucker needs to do something to connect Michigan State football to being more about the state of Michigan. I don't know if that's recruits. I don't know if that's transfers from other D1 schools in Michigan. I don't know what it is. Mel Tucker doing interviews with, you know, statewide newspapers, anything. I, I think that's important on what he needs to do sooner than later. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. 
Get more for your money when you shop Meyer. This week, find great deals like select apple varieties, just $1.49 per pound. Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And buy one, get one 50% off family size Oreo or Chips Ahoy cookies. And make packing lunches and snacks easier and get $1.50 off Ziploc food storage bags. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the NFL playoff action continues this weekend on the road to Super Bowl 57. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a huge offer for all of my listeners. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Just bet 5 bucks on any NFL game this weekend. You'll get 200 in free bets instantly if you use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Again, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL game this weekend and get $200 in free bets instantly after you use code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as three bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network Go check in with Michigan State head basketball coach Tom Izzo, who's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Tom, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, Bill. All right, uh, where's been, uh, this? Been a little bit of a while, but uh, it's good. Yeah, where, where's this team at for you right now? Because I, I look at the win of Wisconsin. I look at how well you played defensively at the Breslin. Uh, I look at the Purdue game, which is just an epic big game, back and forth. Uh, the officials had some vision problems that they were able to get through. Uh, afterwards uh, with some energy drinks, but a wonderful big stage game showed you're a Big Ten title contender. How would you evaluate the Michigan State Hoops team right now? It's a little confusing if I was a fan, if I was a media guy, if as a coach sometimes it's a little confusing. You know, we uh, I thought we were starting to really play well. I thought we played really well against Michigan. You know, we really, second half, I thought, held, you know, dominated most of it. And then at the end, they came back. But they're a good team, too. And uh, and then we went to Illinois, and uh, I really felt, uh, we went to Wisconsin, felt good. Malik started to play a little better. We went to Illinois and really played well, an unbelievable environment. Played really well, and in that last eight nine minutes, Malik went down, and we didn't play as well. And uh, and they found a way to get us, and uh, that was our fault. But uh, it's a really good team we played, and made some shots late. And then uh, you know, come home on uh, late 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 uh, Friday night, early Saturday morning, and then on Monday afternoon, uh, played a really good team, and. I thought played so poorly at the start, I didn't know where this team, who they were. And by the way, you know, then we had to deal with the Malik thing uh, over the weekend. And then uh, I, I just couldn't believe A.J. has been playing so good. He was 
they just made some mistakes that were uncharacteristic, and we played bad, got off to a 12, 13-point deficit, and then might have played 25, 30 minutes of our best basketball and uh, found a way to lose at the end instead of finding a way to win. So this team is very competitive. I love my team. I do. I think uh, we're still a little consistently inconsistent. Um, when our defense gets going, then our offense doesn't. When our offense is, is going really well, then our defense hasn't been as good a few times. A little inconsistent. Malik had a lot to do with that because he was our most versatile, consistent player. But in saying all that, um, you know, we're not sure where he is anymore. At least the door's been opened a little compared to the one that was locked shut over the weekend. But uh, that won't be in the near future. And yet... Uh, I think this team can still win a lot of basketball games and getting the right breaks, make a run. Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State, joining us here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. I love the words consistently inconsistent because really outside of Purdue, and I know Rutgers is off to a surprising 5-2 and two start in conference play, the rest of the Big Ten and hoops has been consistently inconsistent. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, I, I uh, shocking. I mean, you know, some of the teams that were picked in the top ten, even, you know, have struggled. And uh, but I, I think you and I talked about that a long time ago. When you start, um, you know, I've heard some coaches talk. Guys aren't as hungry. Guys aren't as focused. Guys, well, hell no. When you got all the things going on that are going on, so I told you I thought it would be that way. Um, I'm happy to say that for the most part, my team has been pretty consistent. It's just a couple of guys here and there that uh, aren't as consistent as I'd like them, but have made great improvements. So, um, yeah, the country's been consistently inconsistent, not, not just the Big Ten. And that goes beyond sports, but we won't make this any discussions up beyond <laughs> uh, Big Ten basketball. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. You know, and the one oh, thing I, I, like I, I could see after the Purdue game, and you knew it, and you've been around the basketball block a long time, Tom, that it, even with the bad start against the Boilermakers, if you would have came back with that Breslin crowd, which you called one of the best uh, you've seen at a game in East Lansing the last five years afterwards, that – Stealing, not stealing, because you would have earned it with that last 30 minutes of play. But if you hold right. on and you get that W over Purdue, it's just a, it's big for the conference race. It would have locked you in uh, with, you know, a, a whole group of, I think, four other teams. It's big on Selection Sunday. There was just a lot, yeah. there was yeah. a lot to holding on if you could have against Purdue on Monday. Yeah, you know, and, and there it's Martin Luther King Day. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. I mean, I got texts from people all over the country, um, coaches that watched the game because what else was going on? You know, it was uh, not many times he played at 2.30. So, um, and our place was rocking. And uh, so, yeah, you know, you, you realize that it's a memory-making moment that uh, you want it to be a good memory. And and it ended a bad memory in those last two seconds. And, uh you know, if we would have started better, I think we would have, you know, we have a saying around here which starts bad, a lot of times ends bad, and that's kind of what happened, you know, and yet we would have earned it because we did play a hell of a 28 minutes, and uh, yeah, I was disappointed, you know, I, I, I admittedly, uh, there were some calls I was very disappointed, and there were some calls I made that I was disappointed in myself probably, and uh, you had all those things together, and uh, it was a game you could have won. 
not necessarily they should have because that's a very good team, very well coached, but could have won. That would have gone a long way, and now we got to find a way to find another one, and then we get to go down there and play still and maybe maybe steal it back. Yeah, and maybe the officials can understand Purdue's new Whirly Bird Circus Ride box out where yeah. Sissoko's going to get the call. I'm not asking you to comment on officials because I'm not going to pay your fine. So we'll just uh, continue <laughs> moving on. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know he can't say anything. No, you know what? I would say this because I, I kind of complained about it. I didn't complain about that call. Believe it or not, I didn't see that one until after the game. Um, but there were some things that I was upset about, and uh, rightfully so, uh, as it, as I realized later. But at the same time, uh, we play better early, we win. So uh, hard to blame anybody else. I know. Uh, on that, to be you know, Sissoko didn't see the foul either because he was uh, spun around like a helicopter. So. <laughs> He's coming back from from Mars as he, he was, was landing. They go, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sissoko just uh, won the Big Ten spin with a twenty two foot leap. Uh, you know, and also scheduling. You know how it comes into play. You got you had that monster start uh, with all the powerhouses, but quietly something people haven't talked about, Tom. If you begin with Michigan on January 7th, then at Wisconsin, at Illinois, Purdue at home last Monday, you're at Rutgers, uh, then you're at, or excuse me, Rutgers at home, then at Indiana with Iowa, then at Purdue, uh, that is in a 21, or make that 22-day stretch. Think about that start to the Big Ten. Well, it's a second start. They do the December games, but, and I know you you beat Nebraska, but I'm talking about the meat of that Big Ten schedule here at the beginning. Yeah, you know, we've never done this in the Big Ten. I don't know why we've, well, I do know why it was part of all the TV and, you know, we got so many different networks, everybody picks and chooses. Um, I don't think it's beneficial for, I know it's not for our staff or for our players. And I heard there's a couple other teams that are going to have this. I heard Illinois has got one coming up. But, yeah, when you talk those many games in 20, 21 days, seven games, I mean, and you're supposed to take days off and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. We get hypocritical at times, but uh, but I think the combination of that and then the, the two injuries now, one injury, um, you know, compounds it. That's just the way it works. Uh, schedules are crazy for everybody, but uh, it's just, you know, when you've got a tough schedule and then you got less days to prepare and maybe your opponent has more days to prepare, I mean, those things play a part and yet they're all excuses and people get mad at you for saying it but I'm also a steward of this league and I do not think in any way shape or form this is beneficial for the league for Michigan, Michigan State Illinois or anybody else I mean there's got to be you know we used to play Thursday, Saturday now we play seven days a week the problem is we just got off a stretch where we played four games in 10 days. You know, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the Big Ten, to be honest. And that's my point here as we wrap up our conversation, Tom, that, yeah, I get the $7 billion plus uh, TV deal, uh, but you're not, you're not the NBA where you're playing every three days or every two days. And, uh, and also... Well, we're so, really not the NBA because right. we have to go to class. I, I, exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah, they do. Even the NIL guys at other schools go to class? Really? I don't know. I, I know mine do. Okay, I, I know. I know. But... Tom's going, great, Bill. We're going to talk about officials and we're going to rip the NCAA. What a great 10 minutes this was. No, but here, here's, here's one thing I was noticing uh, the last couple weeks watching all the Big Ten action. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's another conference, maybe SEC in football, 
top to bottom. But even then, they got a game at Vanderbilt where there is not a game you can you can look at coaches privately. You don't have to say it publicly. That's a W. That's a W. That's a break here. We can oh, yeah. you know we can limit minutes. There right. there there is not a guaranteed home or away victory in Big Ten basketball. Well, I, you know, I, I think you are a hundred percent true. Now, two weeks ago, I would have said Minnesota might be that team. But what people didn't realize, they had two starters out, too, for like right. a while. And they came back, and now they've not only won some games, but they've taken a couple of good teams to the wire. So I can honestly say in all the years I've been here, we've been better at the top some years. You know, maybe three, four top ten teams. I mean, we were one of them a couple of times. Michigan, uh, you know, Illinois, or, or Indiana, Purdue, you know. But never has 11, 12, 13, and 14 been like it is now. So, uh, yeah, there's not going to be any days off for anybody. Um, And that's the difference with our conference and some of these other conferences right now. So you're right on the money. It's uh, great for the fans, great for TV, great for the media. Boy, it's tough on the coaches and and probably the players. But but that's – can't say we're – you know, we're not going to see the best teams and, and different kinds of teams. We're all the new coaches in the league now. Um, you know, we're getting Strewsbury at Penn State. He's done an unbelievable job. You know, sometimes he goes six, five, and under, and five guys that can shoot it from the ozone, you know. I mean, it's it's just been different styles and different preps, and um, it's, it's been interesting. It's been good, and, and, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it but but the bottom line is don't read into a bad press conference like some are this or that i mean there's things i was upset about i should have been but at the same time i told you in the summer i like my team i told you in the fall when we had our session i like my team um i i'd like to get my whole team back but uh if that doesn't happen um i like the one i got we just got to get a little better and uh find a way to get a little rest and be a little we're not running like we used to so I think some of it's fatigue so we got to get through that and uh, we got a chance and with uh, Matt Ishby uh, the prominent booster and former player with those cool seats he has and the dough he has he should be able to buy off any official any game (laughs) you know I told him I walked down to him him and his dad were sitting there and I said to him boy, am I happy you picked your profession, not mine. Because <laughs> he was thinking about being a coach. That was with about five minutes left to go in the game, and we were ahead then. So ah, it's been great. Uh, you know what, Bill? It's uh, It's been all good. I mean, we're making some progress. You know, it's uh, it's not uh, it's not your vintage Michigan State team, but it's one you can pull for because those guys played so damn hard. And so did Purdue. I mean, it, it, it was a game of the ages. It just ended the wrong way. Yeah, I don't think Coach Painter taking photos with the refs afterwards is uh, what you should do. But that's his call. Uh, Tom, I know you got to go get. Uh, you got to go. You got to get into practice. I know you wanted me to possibly give him a Zoom motivational speech, but I'm, I'm busy yeah. with the show. Okay, I gotta. I gotta All go. Right, we love you, buddy. Okay. See you, man. All right. Bye bye. Yep, Tom Izzo. A basketball coach at Michigan State checking in on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Radio Network.
huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. Great indoor shows, huge promotions and giveaways. The way they redid their lodging is fantastic. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app and follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, will join us in about 10 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on Harbaugh staying. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. In about 40 minutes, our Bud Light, the huge question of the day. What are your expectations for Michigan football? I think it's at least getting to the national championship game. Something they haven't been able to do the last two years. You can answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. You also can listen anywhere in America on the iHeart app. Just search The Huge Show on our free stream. Weekdays at three produced by Superfly Hayes. The pride and joy of Rockford, Michigan. He's a Michigan State fan. We don't hold it against him. I don't know why he's flying the colors today. Maybe because Matt Weiss got in the trouble with Michigan. I don't know. But I love Superfly, our producer extraordinaire. Uh, he also, with Tim Fagan from iHeart, uh, he runs iHeart West Michigan. Our flagship station's 96 won the game. Kind of surprised me a little bit earlier. Uh, brought up our guest that we're going to have in studio this hour. Jacob Radlinski, known as Jake Radlinski from Grand Rapids West Catholic. His father, Paul Radlinski, who I've known Long time, maybe as long as I've been on the air here in West Michigan and across the state with Applied Imaging, and life is all about paths and circles and who you know. And fall of uh, 2021 um, at Grand Rapids West Catholic, my son's freshman Forest Hills Eastern football team is playing uh, the Falcons. It's going to be a good game. I run into Paul, say hello, and his son was playing for the West Catholic freshman, and his older son, uh, Jake was there and uh, playing for West Catholic Varsity. We talked, and I really was impressed with his kids. And just good to catch up with Paul. It was a great game. 
Uh, we move on. Uh, Force Hills Eastern then in high school basketball. My sons didn't play, but I went to the game. The district was at West uh, last March, uh, almost a year ago, and I saw Jake and and I told him, hey, man, a great season. How you doing? Yeah, I'm going to run track and looking forward to football. How's the family? Uh, what are you thinking about with school? And just, uh, you know, I had a natural connection with conversation with him. Really good guy. And then in May, because I followed Paul forever uh, on Facebook, I see a post with Pray for Jake, uh, a church, a prayer uh, service. And I'm like, what's going on? So I remember uh, sending uh, Paul a message, and he you know gets back to me, and I'm like, "Wow, are you kidding me? Yeah, they uh, found a, a mass, or Jake thought he was just feeling ill, running track for West, and went to the hospital, and thought it was going to be routine uh, checkup or diagnosis, and he ends up with Hodgkin's or Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, has a very delicate surgery. This is May of 2022 now." And I remember just sending him a, a DM off of Twitter, like, hey, man, thinking of you, anything I can do, stay strong. And we started communicating a lot. And his journey, folks, uh, is one of the great stories I've ever come across in my life. From May of 2022, the diagnosis, the surgery, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Here comes chemo during the summer 2022. I then find out late summer that Jake had... Uh, and he tells me on DM, yeah, I'm working out with the football team, going to try and play. And I'm like, wow, are you kidding me? Maybe, okay, he's just going to stand on the sidelines, wear a uniform. No, he's going to be the holder. And he's working out with the kicker and the long snapper. And I'm like, dude. And then I check in in August, how you doing? And uh, he says, yeah, football's going good, but I had a little setback. And he's always positive. Uh, a little setback, yeah, I blew out my knee at the cottage. Uh, and But I'm still going to uh, try and play. Well, you know, he did. He put on the brace. He was the holder for Grand Rapids West Catholic, and they went all the way. They won the championship. It wasn't a Disney movie script. It was real life, and it was a journey that Landon Groves, the head coach at West Catholic, his assistants, anybody I've talked to connected to West Catholic, uh, Jake Radlinski, just an inspiration uh, to me, to so many people, and for the Radlinski family to have the holidays to appreciate 2022 and start a new year and to watch Jake walk through the door and we're talking about where he's going to go to college or he's going to try and run track and he's walking. He's going to be able to get on an exercise bike now after knee surgery for blowing out his knee last summer. But the whole season with a brace uh, going through chemo and he rang that bell. And I remember Paul and I think Stacy, his mother, shared the video, and I shared it when he's at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, and you see these stories that come around the corner, the goosebumps, even if you don't know the person, and they ring the bell. And the doctors are lined up, and not only that bell almost was the signal to West Catholic, we're going to go win it all at Ford Field, and they did. And Man, Jake Radlinski in studio with us with his father, Paul. Uh, Jake, so good to have you in studio. Thank you. All right, well, take me back to May. When you're not feeling well, you're running track when you first get the news. Um, yeah, so I was running track, and I noticed kind of throughout the season, after my races, I'd have a little cough, or it did take longer to catch my breath, and I thought it was nothing. But then um, I started to feel sick. I got a high fever. So we ended up going into ER, and that's when we found out the news. 
and they told you that, that there was a surgery was needed and at the time there wasn't the diagnosis they still had to do the biopsy and all the medical procedures correct yeah so at first they just suspected lymphoma from a chest x-ray they saw the mass in my chest but then it wasn't for another couple of weeks we had to have at first a needle biopsy surgery but that was inconclusive they couldn't figure out what it was so i had yet another biopsy surgery where they were able to get the diagnosis and i had a couple other scans as well so what was that like uh, for you and, and paul his father joining us in studio i i can't imagine you know as a father of five children myself for uh, you, uh, for your wife, or your extended family, Paul, uh, what was that like when you guys got the news yeah, that, was, that he had Hodgkin's lymphoma? Yeah, it was difficult, obviously. Um, you know, we we leaned on our faith. We leaned on the community uh, surrounding us and, um, you know, a lot of prayers and, um, you know, finding strength through um, the West Side and the people that were there, um, you know, and, and obviously Jake's strength. Um you know, and him through everything, um, you mentioned how positive he is and, and he is, he's just, he's that type of kid that, um, he's so positive and he's, and he's so strong with everything that, that he's been through in the adversity that he's, he's faced at such a young age. So Jake, uh, you, you go through the biopsies, the surgeries, uh, it's progressing, it's doing well. Uh, a lot of people showing up at the hospital, supporting you, your family's there 24 seven, uh, you then uh, get word that to beat it, you're going to need chemo, right? Right. And how long was that first program of chemotherapy? So it was all the way through the summer. Um, I had seven cycles, and uh, I would go, I'd be at the hospital sometimes five days in a row. But all the people there, they were great, from the nurses to the oncologists to all the doctors. Everyone is super positive, and despite the circumstances, getting chemo, the environment was great, and everyone was positive and it was hard to not be positive just because everyone around you is encouraging you can do this and it was just a really good environment and that was helen devos children's hospital yeah that was at helen devos yeah five days in a row getting chemo yeah how, how long was that a couple hours each time uh sometimes it'd be a couple hours sometimes i'd be in there all day from seven in the morning till five at night depending on how busy it was they um they make all the chemo there to order so sometimes it would take longer when it was busy but they were long days, that's for sure. So, but from just the tone and the sound of it, you were you hunkered down and you were you were gonna you were gonna give it your all and fight this, right? Yeah. Some days I wasn't feeling my best. Some days I was feeling better. It was kind of a roller coaster of ups and downs on how I was feeling. So, when I needed to rest, I would rest. When I could do things, I'd be there. Especially with the football team or doing things with family. When I was feeling great, I would be there. And when I wasn't feeling great, I'd be resting and healing up. And what were you thinking just inside your head when you're going through all this? I was just thinking about what can I do now to make the most of things so I do whatever I could do to make the most of the circumstances in the moment. And I'd also think about what's to come, that it's only temporary. It's not going to last forever. So you never had any doubt you were going to beat it? I had no doubt, no. Yeah, so you do chemo... Uh, all summer, right? Right. So then when when does, because again, it was about survival. It was about living. Right. It wasn't about football. It wasn't about all you, what you had done at West Catholic. But when 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 does, hey, man, I think I might give football a shot. While, while you're taking chemo, when does that come into play? Um, it just kind of came out like the players had never stopped reaching out to me, giving me encouragement. So I never felt disconnected from the team, players, coaches, everyone. We were still in touch, and um, it wasn't until right before our first game. So uh, 
Carson Beekman, our kicker, and Dom Inbody, our long snapper. Dom had also um, had a pretty bad injury that spring with his foot, and he had just gotten cleared right before our first game. And um, so the three of us, we'd been doing PATs and field goals since freshman year. So we just got that news right before, and I had a conversation with my doctor if I could do it. So it was right before our first game, but we were able to get together and get our timing down, and we were able to do PATs and field goals through the whole season. So what Coach Grove said when you came to him and said, hey, I know I'm just uh, wrapping up chemo, uh, but I want to I want to play. I want to be the holder. Yeah, he, we had a guy in place if I wasn't going to be there, but he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I can do it, Coach. And he never had a doubt. He believed in me, and I thank Coach for that, for trusting in me to do the job. Gosh, I, I tell you what, and I, I think I saw the Facebook photos, Paul, that – when he puts on that uniform, it had nothing to do with the team, the uniform, who won or lost uh, a game. But for you, your wife, Stacy, your family, you know, and you mentioned uh, the Rad Strong and Uncle Mark, your brother, uh, who was a football player, at Catholic Central, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Saginaw Valley, uh, with his company. They had the Rad Strong t-shirts were everywhere. They were, you're, you're wearing one today. I gave Superfly Rad Strong hat. They were, it, it was a... It was a team effort uh, beyond West Catholic. But that first game, you see him in uniform. Yeah, it was a heck of a day. It's waterworks. Oh. It is, isn't it? It was a heck of a day seeing Jake, you know, run out into the field. Um, you know, it was at Hope College as well. So it was one heck of an environment. And it, uh, yeah, you talk about waterworks. There wasn't a dry eye in our family, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, seeing him seeing him out there, put the helmet on and, you know, in the green and white. It was, it was amazing. And for me, from a distance, uh to communicate with you since May, to watch it all come together, I'm like, damn, dude, just keep it going. And just keep it, you know, just keep keep it going. And you did. And you're snapping all year. Uh, and then the ringing of the bell, was that right before the playoffs began or was it after week one of the playoffs? Uh, I think it was after week one. Yeah, right. I thought it was right after week one, and yeah. I see that video, and they, someone's got their slow-mo working on their iPhone 14, and yep. here's Big Jake <laughs> coming around the corner. And you, when, when you rang that bell, what was going through your head? Uh, it was just like a feeling of finally like we did this, and it was it was super exciting. All the people that at the hospital that have helped me along the road, they were all there cheering me on. So it was it was just a very exciting, happy day. Yeah, man. A little, and think about this is that, and I kind of did the parallels of the opening game we talked about, Paul. Then ringing the bell down the hallway with lined up with the you know Rad Strong signs and family and close friends and all the doctors and nurses and support staff that were there with you every step of the way. Uh, we 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 never can overlook uh, what those men and women. Uh, do for kids, do for adults, do for families. Definitely. And then, then I fast forward to uh, the walk, uh, which is really cool at West Catholic home football games. When I, I kept telling you, I'm going to see a game, yeah. and my son was playing, and I'm just trying to find a schedule. And okay, so they get knocked out of the playoffs, and I see you have a Saturday game against Constantine on the west side of Grand Rapids. I'm like, I'm going to go I tell Paulie, I'm going to be there. He says, I yeah, will be tailgating, which is the West Catholic. Tailgate is better than any restaurant or brew pub you've ever been to. And uh, and then you do the walk. And that's the first time I've seen you in person with the uni. You know, they do a walk where you guys walk down and round through the tailgate. It's really cool, like yeah. some colleges do. And, and I see you, and I'm like, damn. Man, I'm like going, man, this is – I stand on the sidelines. I watch you out there holding. You guys go to work on Constantine. And I'm like, 
Uh, this team's on a mission. I think it was Mark Johnson or someone I told. I said, this team is on a mission. And then, and I think you were a big part of that inspiration. Not that you asked for it or said play for me or it was fake or scripted that th- this team was locked in. Yeah, for sure. Everyone was. And and then you guys take care of business. You get roughed up a little bit in the semifinals. Yeah. Right, yeah. so, so you know, cheap shots you late in the game. And, Took a nice hit. Yeah, yeah, probably didn't know your story, so you didn't take it personal. I was like, man, it felt good. I haven't been able to hit anyone in a while. Actually, <laughs> got in the game, got jacked. You yeah. know, getting carted off. He's like, man, this is great. I love West Catholic football. <laughs> and then that win though put you at Ford Field. Yeah, and like the perfect script from May till the end of November on a Thanksgiving weekend. We were all thankful. And I'm there, and I brought my son Ace and one of his teammates, Nathaniel Nowicki, and my son Legend, and we were on Mark Eel, you know, on sidelines for all the games. And Forest Hill Central was playing, and then you guys were playing, and South Christian was playing, and it was really a West Side flavor to it. But I remember, man, I I look in the tunnel where the lines come out, and I'm standing there, uh, and I always like to see the teams come out of the tunnel because it's really that's Ford Field, it's high school. And, right. And I'm kind of thinking with my son and Nathaniel, you guys need to do this one day, right? And, and let them feel it. And I could see they were feeling it. But, man, I turned and saw you up towards the front, and I'm like going, damn, someone pinch me. Is this real? Is it? And then you, and then that's when your brother walked by, and I'm like, first I thought it, I did the double take. I wasn't sure if it was you. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's not he's not playing. And it was your brother. And I asked one of the – a couple of West Catholic – Boosters, or maybe the guys that do the games on Michigan Sports Radio for West, might right. have been. I go, well, go, yeah, his brother got hurt a couple weeks before or something, right? Yeah, and and he, and so he's walked by before the team runs out, mm-hmm. and I'm like going, wow. And then I see you, man. And then West Catholic just went to work. I don't know how. No big schools are looking at Timmy Klaska. I don't know what more he needs to do. He's a D1 running back, uh, and he is. I don't, I don't care what level. I don't care what level, D1 running back. Yeah. Has nothing to do with our connection. He's just, a, I watched him when he did to our school as a junior, and I'm like, this dude is, I'm glad he reopened. Nothing against the Air Force, and he was very nice in it, but uh, he's a D1 running back. For sure. He's a stud. And then you win it. Yeah. So when, when not, forget me being there, is that when you're there with your team getting ready to come out of Ford Field, is it like you're running uh, a home movie through your head and thinking about things and teammates and family and especially what you've been through since last May? Was it like that? Yeah, it was like a dream come true. Obviously, uh, in the past, West Catholic has been there, but and all of us on the team, we had grown up saying like, hey, that's going to be us someday. We're going to do that. And now in our time in high school until our senior year it happened so it was it was like a dream come true to run out in the field did, did you think about everything you'd been through in that year uh, not just football season but off the field and since may and, and here you are running out and i always love how west comes out with the american flag and coach Groves comes by gives me a fist bump and i'm like these guys are ready you could just see it but for you thinking about that year uh man that, that had to be special yeah, I was super grateful. Obviously, aside from everything, just to be in the state championship was amazing. But everything that I had been through, that the team had been through, to still be there means a lot. So you guys win. Yeah. There he goes. Celebration. Ford Field. Best team, D6, right, wasn't it? Yep, D6. Yeah, yep. D6. Uh, Coach Groves hopes that you're D5 with Catholic Central, Grand Rapids Catholic Central next year. He would like to play them. He's told me that a couple of times. And 
what, what, when you win, uh, first person you hug, say thanks, was a teammate. Uh, I assume your parents, you went over to the wall to uh, say hello to them. What was it like the minute you guys won the state title? Yeah, it was, I couldn't tell you the first person I hugged. I probably hugged everyone on the team. We were all just super happy. Um, one thing I can say about Tim that you mentioned about Tim earlier, I was like, hey, thanks, Tim, for keeping the team together. And he's like, no, thank you for encouraging the team, for giving us motivation. So that stuck. That meant a lot. But from every coach, every player, everyone had something to say. And despite the circumstances, we, we did it. And you know what? The team didn't say it. You didn't say it. It was private uh, with inside the team. And, but after the fact, uh, what Tim told you, what I've heard from Landon and the staff I've met from West, uh, you did inspire them. And, and it shows the power of sports, the power of believing you're going to beat something. And, and we're talking real life with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which you rang the bell to your team uh, getting there in the end. It's like the most incredible May to end of November somebody could have. Yeah, for sure. And, and Paul, when you're there at Ford Field, and again with your, your extended family and Uncle Mark and wife Stacy and your other two children, uh, what are you thinking when you see them ready to come out of the tunnel? And then what, what's going through your head? What are you guys feeling when the game ends? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I will say, you know, we we talk about taking a day at a time. Um, and, you know, don't let the highs be too high. Don't let the lows be too low. Um, but it was really hard not to uh, just feel so much elation uh, to see these kids and, and all of them, uh, how hard they worked, put in all the work during the summer. Uh, to finally get that win at Ford Field, they all worked so hard. The community deserved it. The team deserved it. Uh, all the coaches. It was. It was just amazing. It was. Um, it was just a great, great celebration. And then we get back to West Catholic at night, hoist the trophy inside the school. The band is playing. It was unreal. Almost, almost like remember the Titans. You know, when you get goosebumps um, from how great it was. Uh, it's hard to describe unless unless you're there and you're a part of it, just how amazing it really was, Bill. And for you, the personal journey, which is always the personal journey for your mom, Stacy, your father, Paul, uh, Jake, for your brother, for your sister, for Uncle Mark, the rest of the Radlinski family. If I named them all, we'd be on air probably to 1130 tonight. That circle to be there to watch you, uh, that's a snapshot for the rest of your life. It is uh, to know what all of you did together and to get to that point. For sure. I mean, that is, uh, that, like I said, it's, it's real. And, and, and now on the update side of things, your, your health is fine, right? Yeah, just recovering from my uh, ACL surgery now. I'm about seven weeks out. And when did you hurt the ACL? That was at summer? Or? Yeah, I heard it in the summer, and I didn't know I actually tore my ACL for about a month because it didn't bother me a ton, and then I finally had it looked at. And yeah, so it was But about, it wasn't shutting down the football season. It was no. putting on the brace and still, uh, well, you just finished chemo, still going to um, play football for Grand Rapids West Catholic. Yep, I wore the brace, and we waited to have the reconstruction for ACL. We waited for that surgery until after the football season. And it went well. It went well. And you're, there's even, uh, there's even a, uh, there's a shot that you could be running track at some point for Grand Rapids West Catholic. Not sure, but there's, there's, you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance, yeah. PT is going well. I'll probably be able to start jogging uh, pretty soon. 
So I'll probably be running by then. We're not sure about competitively sprinting or anything, but practicing with the team, doing some running, that's a high possibility. I'm not going to count you out. Uh, I think the track record from last May through uh, 2022, uh, chances are we'll probably see on the track. And if we don't see you there, you're talking uh, about college options. You've been accepted to a ton of schools. Not sure if you're going to stay local, go to a big school. You were mentioning Aquinas, possibly being able to run track there, and you still have that competitive itch, as uh, your father said before we started. Yeah, a lot of options for sure. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm super blessed to have all those options, so yeah. You're young. How, how old are you, 18 now? I'm 18, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you're, uh, you lived a lot of life from May to uh, where you're at now. Yeah, definitely been like the most influential period of my life, that's for sure. Yeah, and things, you, what, what do you think you learned from it the most that you'll take with you when you talk about the rest of your life, Jake? And by the way, Jake Radlinski, Paul Radlinski in studio. Uh, Jake's story we just shared, they're both out of Grand Rapids. Uh, I met Paul you know, probably 20 years ago when Applied Imaging uh, was a small operation and now they're a statewide operation and they've grown to Applied Innovation, which... Sounds like a new jetliner or something that John and J.K. put together, but uh, they're doing well, and they do it because they're good with people. Uh, but for you, Jake, uh, the rest of your life, if you're 80 sitting there with your grandchildren at a birthday celebration, what are you going to remember from May 2022 through the end of the year? Uh, ultimately, just to take everything day by day. You don't look ahead. You don't look back. You just, you wake up in the morning. This is what I'm going to do today, whether it be something small or something big. You take everything day by day, and you do the best you can. And when you go to bed at night, you want to be happy for what you did. So wake up in the morning, do the best you can that day. And uh, one other thing is that there's so many good people in the world and people that want the best for you. There have been numbers and numbers of people that have reached out to me to encourage me along the way, whether it be my family, friends, people in the West Catholic community, or other people that people have connections through that are popular athletes today, like uh, Davis Warren. He's a quarterback at Michigan. He has a whole story about how he went through leukemia when he was younger, and now he's on the team at Michigan. And just got a football. scholarship. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Just, was put, yeah. just, just was put on full ride. For sure. Yeah, so he has an awesome story as well and he reached out to me other athletes reached out to me um james connor he had a similar uh diagnosis to me and he's playing for the arizona cardinals now other athletes out there so many people like reached out to me like you might think those people are distant but it's really a small world on how many people are out there to encourage you and when the world might seem like it's not good there are so many good people out there that want the best for you well said Uh, that's a great spot uh, to finish it paul uh, man, to you and your wife, Stacy, and uh, your family and everybody at Grand Rapids West Catholic, uh, man, my best to you, Jake. You know, I'll stay in touch. And uh, thanks for coming in. I know Thank we tried you, to get the schedule. Jake has a busy schedule because I got PT. He's 18, I got man. this. I got 18. Yeah. I got schedule. And then I'm starting to feel like I'm talking to my kids going, all right, look, how many times? I got, I could, what day can we do? Uh-huh. Right? And then we worked it out and you came in and I knew you'd knock it out of the park. You were a Thank little you. quiet when we started uh, before we went on, but yeah. it's nerve wracking. Yeah, Uh, this is like, uh, you know, you hear 19 stations, you hear, uh, but you sat down and you're just great, man. Thank you. I mean, the studio is a Taj Mahal, Bill. It is. It is a Taj Mahal. The Windex bottle over there by the window is (laughs) (laughs) the same one they have the Taj Mahal in the pictures. When you see the sunset, you see the same Windex bottle. 
Yeah, Paul, thank you, man. Thank I mean you, that. And uh, my best to you, Jake. And thank I you. hope to see you in track. If not, uh, good luck graduating and whatever your choice is, the next chapter of your life, okay? Thank you so much. Yeah, and, and my best to Lana Grows. And uh, not only for winning the state championship, but uh, what they did for Jake as a team, as a school, uh, as a part of town, the West Side, a lot of hearts on the West Side, and what they did, and uh, you earned it. You were a part of it, and like Timmy Klaska said, amen. Thank you, and thank you, Jake, okay? Thank you. All right, Jake Radlinski. Paul, Thanks, good luck, man. You need anything, let me know. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. My best to John Lowry and his family and what they're going through over at Applied. Take care, man. Thank All right. You. Paul Radlinski, Jake Radlinski in studio. Next segment, we're going to have Dave and Carol Van Andel from Van Andel Institute, which I think is kind of, and it wasn't planned that way, but Jake and Paul are in, and we're talking about Hodgkin's lymphoma and him battling through it. And then meanwhile, the Van Andel family and the Van Andel Institute here in downtown Grand Rapids is on a mission to find a cure for cancer, Parkinson's disease, and changing and saving lives. And it's the perfect uh, end to this hour. Dave and Carol Van Andel will be in studio. So now the question is, who has more on their ATM bank card? Jake Radlinski, <laughs> Paul Radlinski, or David Carroll? Money, it's not about money. I was just trying to be funny. But <laughs> don't worry, Jake's going, uh, don't include me in this game, Bill. Can you please? Uh, maybe someday I will, because I'm going to go conquer the world, but I'm 18. <laughs> Thank, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Uh, Paul and Jake Radlinski in studio. Dave and Carol Van Andel uh, will join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines entered this week at 10-7 overall and 4-2 in the Big Ten, which puts them in third place in the conference. After a disappointing 93-84 loss in overtime on the road at Iowa, Michigan bounced back in a big way against a sneaky good Northwestern team on Sunday at Chrysler Center, 85-78. This, to me, was the Taylor Reed Jr. game. Big Hoss, who stated on his Twitter profile, delivers exactly what this team needs. Defensively, he's an absolute menace, listed at 6'10", 260. The freshman has the size and strength to bang down low in the post. He can test shots, hustles hard, and steals possessions with a relentless effort on the glass. He may have only finished with six points in 18 minutes, but they were emphatic. Highlighted by a monster slam tossed up by point guard Doug McDaniel and thrown down by Reed. Next up, a road trip against the 11-6 Maryland Terrapins at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 20. 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at BeanCarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. 
Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. The voices you hear in the background, Dave and Carol Van Andel, are set to join us from Van Andel Institute. They're changing lives, trying to save lives every day. World-renowned research uh, on the Michigan Medical Mile, Van Andel Institute, uh, NGR. I would like to check in with Dave and Carol and their team and find out what's going on, keep you up to date on... Uh, the Purple Community, and also what they're doing. And just to have Jake Radlinski in and go through Hodgkin's lymphoma and ring the bell and uh, beat cancer. And I rang that bell on the Michigan Medical Mile and Van Andel Institute and Van Andel family, uh, what they do for Grand Rapids, what they do for West Michigan, the state, America, and even touching all corners of the world uh, with the doctors and researchers and personnel they bring to Van Andel Institute here in downtown Grand Rapids. We welcome in Dave and Carol. Uh, Van Andel. Dave just showed me the new photo of Princess Peanut, the latest uh, grandchild. Yeah. That's awesome around the holidays, isn't it, with the kids? Fantastic. Grandchildren are, you're, you're, when you're children, I tell everybody this, up until about 12 or 13. And then teenage years, it, they kind of do their own thing. But newborn until like 11, 12 is the greatest years of my life. They're fantastic. See, with grandkids, I would have started there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you just do. So three grandchildren right now, three right? Of them, yeah. You guys can't get enough of them, no. can you? Fantastic. All right, Carol, uh, Van Andel Institute, and I think we were. you guys were in studio on the phone uh, about a year ago at this time. Uh, let's talk about the growth, uh, what's happening at Van Andel Institute, and really uh, how you guys are working hard. The team is there uh, to change lives and save lives. Yeah, I... Um We'll let Dave uh, talk to what is happening as far as the research, but I'll, I'll touch on the Purple Community. Which is fabulous. It is fabulous. Dave and I were just out at Hope College last Wednesday at a basketball game, and the soccer teams presented us with uh, a check uh, towards the Van Andel Institute. And this is just to say that uh, any school or anybody who would like to... Um, support the Van Andel Institute. Um, as you had just mentioned, having Jake on, that just shows you how important research is to everyone, uh, young and old. It uh, doesn't differentiate on who you are, um, but we really want to um, 
invite everybody for the Purple Community uh, in March. Uh, we're going to have the Griffins again. They'll do their Purple Community game. And then auction off the jerseys and afterwards, they are, right? And they're very cool. I just saw a picture of the jerseys, and they are very cool. And all the proceeds will go towards the Van Andel Institute. So there are many ways for you to fundraise for us and and get a hold of us and our team will walk alongside you to help you to have a successful uh, event. And there's so many events going on. Just Google Purple Community and you'll see it come up uh, with Van Andel Institute and events in Western Michigan across the state, anywhere. A business, a city, a neighborhood, a school. You want to create your own purple event. Just Google Purple Community and uh, you can help, like I said, change lives and eventually uh, save lives with Van Andel Institute. Carol Van Andel, Dave Van Andel in studio. You mentioned uh, the soccer teams from Hope College presenting a check uh, to you uh, for Van Andel Institute. I was there doing the live broadcast uh, that day before the Purple Games were coming up on Saturday. And I was there talking about the Purple Games with our friends from uh, Hope College. Van Andel Soccer Stadium is a pretty cool place. Uh, there on the campus, I hope. Yeah, it was. It's such a great day to go out there. Everybody, uh, the students get involved to see uh, the soccer teams out there wearing their purple jerseys, honoring uh, a family member or a friend that is written on the back of their jerseys. It's very meaningful. And Hope College brings you know not only hope to. They're uh, through their athletes on game day, but they bring hope to the world by by providing these events for us. And it's really fun. Yeah, some of the events coming up uh, for those of you in the West Michigan area, February 24th, West Ottawa High School uh, boys and girls basketball teams doing a purple game. And then March 10th is at Grand Rapids Griffins 11th annual uh, purple community game where they'll auction off the jersey. So high school level college level and for anybody listening across the state have your school uh, do a purple game simple and easy just like i did you know five seconds ago just google purple community it will come up you'll see van angel institute august 4th through august 5th uh, the mini on the mac another huge fundraiser and you got the uh, be brave and so much uh, going on it's a it's an ongoing community team effort beyond the walls of vai with this purple community it's really incredible how people are creative in what they do, like we had these three women who did Bridge to Border, and they ran all the way up to the Mackinac Island, and they it was just incredible. Uh, and they it was once they started running, and stations such as yourself picked them up. Uh, people got excited for them, and I and talked to them. They were really inspirational, weren't they? They were like motivated. They they almost had like a. Uh, they were you could tell they were athletes that they were ready to do it and and they loved the cause see that's what when you combine the mission of Van Andel Institute with people who are driven to help it's a pretty darn good combination it sure is all right Dave has all the details beyond uh, the breakdown on Princess Peanut. Oh, uh, are we going to talk to Dave? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Originally, we said we're going to get to Dave and me yeah. and you talking. Uh, thanks, Dave. We're out of time. It's yeah. good seeing you. I love Princess Peanut. You guys Peanut. are doing good. Yeah, I, thank you know, you. I don't need to jump All in. right. Uh, from uh, away from the Purple Community, where, again, just Google Purple Community. You're a high school, middle school, elementary school. You want to do a Purple event. Uh, they'll be there to stand with you, support you. Just Google Purple Community. Uh, from the mission side, Beyond Purple Community with Van Andel Institute, Dave. 
things change in medicine, research, development on a daily basis, uh, locally, statewide, in our country, worldwide. What's the latest from Van Andel Institute? I, I don't think you can underscore that statement enough. Uh, it is, it, science is advancing so fast right now, and literally changes are occurring as we sit here. Um, that we're making discoveries on a, on a rapid basis and we're trying to apply those discoveries very quickly into uh, a real-life situation. So our mission hasn't changed. You know, when, when we talk about somebody like Jake who gets diagnosed at a young age and, you know, he hears that diagnosis, we don't want that to be the last thing that he hears. We want the next sentence to be, okay, now you've got some options here. And the options are the result of the research that's being done in all different kind of places, especially the VAI. Some of the things that are interesting of late that we've been working on, uh, we just uh, had some press announcements surrounding uh, being able to differentiate between two different forms of obesity, which is important in trying to treat that. Uh, we never knew that there was a different type that, that, that could be you know, genetic. We uh, traced. We, we've been doing some clinical trials for Parkinson's, for example, uh, using uh, cough medicine, of all things, to slow down the progression of the disease. Wow. Uh, we're using some diabetic uh, drugs to repurpose them to actually do the same thing and having some great success with that. Um, taking some novel approaches to some of these long-term problems, but also taking a fresh look at how do we approach this? You know, like with Parkinson's, we always thought it was a brain thing, but really we found out it's a gut thing. It starts in the gut and it works its way up to the brain. And if you approach it from a different direction because of that, you start thinking differently about what should we be doing or what shouldn't we be doing. On the cancer front, we've been working really hard on trying to get to early detection. Uh, we believe that early detection on a lot of the fronts is important for us to be able to treat some of the more difficult diseases such as pancreatic and others. And if we can get there early enough, we can have some success in either slowing down the progression, halting the progression, or even curing, uh, for that matter. A lot of these times, you know, we get the diagnosis so late, we don't have an opportunity to do the Hail Mary pass and bring everybody back. But if we can get there early enough, we can stop some of that from progressing too far, and we can give people a better quality of life and a better, better diagnosis and better outlook because of that. All of those things continue. Uh, at the Van Andel Institute. We've been doing some hiring, even through COVID, you know, in the last couple of years, we've been adding more talent. Uh, we're working very diligently in the metabolism area because we've, we've tied together, you know, what you eat is how, you know, your body's going to react to certain things and toxins and all of that kind of stuff. And metabolism plays a huge role, not only in prevention, but in, in many cases also in, in curing. Uh, we can find that if you change your diet while you're going through treatment, you'll have better outcomes. I mean, all sorts of different things that are, that are coming on that front. And we, we're trying to push some of the boundaries of, of things that people haven't thought about before of different ways that we can approach uh, these common diseases. Yeah, what Dave just said, I haven't heard any of that. And it's amazing what's happening at Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids, like I said, uh, on a mission through the Van Andel family and their team, changing lives, saving lives. And the Purple Community, Google that. Carol, Dave, uh, thank you so much for the time in studio. It was awesome. Good stuff. Huge. Thanks you for letting and me talk, little, man. Uh, say hello to that. Princess Peanut for me, <laughs> the new grandchild, okay? We'll do thank that. Thank you, Huge. All right, all right, Dave and great Carol. Great to see you. Yeah, great to see you, too, and keep up what you're doing for 
uh, Grand Rapids, West Michigan, the state, America, and even around the world. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize. From $500 premium play all the way up to ten grand in cash. Don't miss piggy riches. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get more for your money when you shop Meyer. This week, find great deals like select apple varieties, just $1.49 per pound. Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And buy one, get one 50% off family size Oreo or Chips Ahoy cookies. And make packing lunches and snacks easier and get $1.50 off Ziploc food storage bags. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the NFL playoff action continues this weekend on the road to Super Bowl 57. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a huge offer for all of my listeners. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Just bet 5 bucks on any NFL game this weekend. You'll get 200 in free bets instantly if you use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Again, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL game this weekend and get $200 in free bets instantly after you use code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as three bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Final segment. I want to thank Jake Radlinski, his father Paul in studio. Awesome. And Dave and Carol Van Andel and what the Van Andel family has done, what they're doing, and what they will do. Uh, to change lives and save lives. Always appreciate Dave and Carol's support coming in studio. Make sure you Google Purple Community. Have an event with your business, city, or school soon. And uh, Google Van Andel Institute and just read what they're doing. It's amazing. It is a worldwide endeavor. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free, and it's available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 